free men need to be able to protect their families. It's really sad to see people hurt, livelihoods destroyed, even homes destroyed, just to make a political point. Free men take action when churches face heartbreaking attacks. And while cowards stand idle, free men run towards the sound of gunshots when children are in danger. I'm so thankful for free men who stand ready with the tools of liberty. It's Friday! Welcome back to Cross Baltic on the Fight Lab Feast Network. Past Toby Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. I get to go uh, coach my daughter in basketball this weekend. I got a tournament with her. Um, and and I, my son, my son, I got another. Glad you know what day it is now. Um, yeah, I know. Just a minute I, ago, yeah. he said I, it's great to finish Saturday like this. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did say that. I was, you know, he's already in tomorrow. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's yeah. ahead. He's ahead. He's always that's, ahead. That's good. Hey, yeah. y'all know that you can sign up for a club membership, a magazine subscription. Oh man. And tickets to the Ark Encounter all in one place. It's like there's a website that does that. It, it's amazing. That's some. Um, <laughs> Cross-pollination right there. <laughs> Good job, Pastor. Garrison, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. FightLaughFeast.com is your one-stop shop for everything cross-politic. That's a club membership. That's a Fight Laugh Feast magazine. Mm. The March mm. issue is about to go to the press, right? Yes, it right is. Game? Yeah, after I, uh, I got our editor the article that was emailed to me a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. That was really nice of you to do yeah. that. Uh-huh. So you should sign up for a club membership today. Then, because you're a member, you know you get $100 off at the Ark Encounter Politics of Six Day Creation Conference. And I would be surprised if we have tickets through like May. There, I, it's, it's, it, they're going. We're going. They're going like we're going like hotcakes. Yeah. Like like Chick Fil A. Like Chick Fil A. <laughs> like yeah. peanut butter on chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, and a hamburger. <laughs> no. Then you need to go sign up for a magazine subscription because you know the next issue is actually on the politics of Six Day Creation. It's like an appetizer for the main course. In October, we even got our own special social media platform because you don't got enough social media in your life. Yep. This one's just for club members, though. Built into our website now for our Mm -hmm. club members. Once you're a club member, you get access to exclusive content behind the scenes on the backstage, like a Bible study with me, special series, New St. Andrews president, Dr. Ben Merkel, and teach you how to work. Finally, Mm. all our backstage content, all our conference talks, Mm -hmm. and more is in the works. There really hasn't been a better time to be a cross politic club member. And you know, plus, it just makes the whole mission go. Mm. You're you're the fuel in our jet engines. No, no, okay. That was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that ad actually was better than I anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me and Knox are like, wow. Blind dog face pony shorts. <laughs> Sign up today at fightlifefeast.com. I'm done with this ad. Go. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I, I I think um journalism's dead. To me. Wait, wait, now, wait. Cross politics had, here. Yo, no, no. I, I, I hope we're uh, a help also, to society. Also, really Meg do. Basham. Yeah, and, and Meg, and there's yeah. some others. I've, I've actually had a lot of uh, conversations with a number of journalists recently. Okay, today, so it's not completely dead. Have we found us one yet? Um, well, you, you have you had conversations with the ones I forwarded on you? Mm-mm, no, you yet. haven't. That, that's on you. That's um, on the ad, though. I'm looking for the ad. To the ad? Right below. Yeah, but no, we got some that you need to follow. We, no. we need to have a meeting offline. This is actually. <laughs> let's, I was just, just going to start right going there. Anyways, yeah. wait a second. Are we live? Are we recording? Yeah. Journalism it's is Friday. Not dead. Okay, so um, uh, there's so many um, videos out there. I'm so, I'm actually wanting to do more research on the Ukraine war. I like 
I don't believe. Oh, you still, <laughs> I still don't believe yeah. half of what's being reported. You better there. go see Glenn Beck and y'all get that chocolate. In the bunker. Out. In the bunker. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be some time. But there's you this video going around recently with this um uh uh six six kid um pummeling his teacher. Uh, but it, oh, it, six six, like, yeah, six, 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 like, like, six. Like, not not six six six, like he was six foot six. I thought you said sick, and I thought you were stuttering, like he's really oh, sick. This no, really is Texan. Come on, you know me too long. To six know, yeah. foot six, six inch, and but but here's the headline of it. Yeah, you know, six foot six, two hundred seventy pound black male student attacks white. Te- you know, it's like attacks white teacher. Video reveals the unconscious woman being brutally attacked. Here's the um. The the assault. Oh, um, so he comes and pushes like her a over. Rag doll. I mean, he he awful, awful uh, video here. Starts and this, and this security her. guard or janitor just walking. Whoever that guy is, like, and the teacher, like, they're just walking slowly over there. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. What uh, happened? Yeah, he's like taking his time. Well, and and, and this this has gone viral yeah. and it's yeah. gone all over. And and but I saw I saw the video where, and I was like, oh, this, this looks. This, is this this doesn't live in a vacuum though. This where is clip, this? Um, is, what is it? Uh, high school in Flor in Florida. Oh, DeSantis. Yeah. So this vis- this video is not in a vacuum by itself. Right, right. There's many other videos, and all yeah. of them are ca- some form of a black person attacking a white person, yeah. attacking an Asian person. Right. Um, there's just a lot of these out there. And so yeah. almost all these videos are kind of sitting in this six foot six. Now, he's like, huge, right? Right, right? Huge black like kid. Like racial clickbait. That's right. what it's going a, a for. A lot of it is. You know? and, and, right. the, and these videos are horrible. Right. There's oh, no yeah. question about right. it. Like You see yeah. them and you're right. like, this is horrible. Or like the thugs going into the, co- the, the convenience store. I just and like saw one of those sh- today. Shooting the guy in the head or that you know, is, shooting yeah. you know, these people. Yeah. Brutal yeah. stuff. Right. So when I first saw this video, my response to this immediately was, I don't care if he's 5'2", a buck 50, right. and purple. Right. Okay? Right. It doesn't matter what color he is. You don't do this to another human being. Right. Yeah. Right? And so my thought was immediately, okay, so you, you pay for the restitution. You pay the teacher yeah. how long the teacher has to be out yeah. to all, heal all, up. All the medical All the bills. medical bills. A public apology. Plus plus double. Because you stole. Yeah, double. You stole time. You stole time. Eye for eye, yeah. tooth for, for tooth, yeah. which yeah. means you need to put back what you did wrong, yeah. plus what you intended to do to the other person needs yeah. to be done to you. That's Absolutely. what justice would be. And maybe a public flogging. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, he flogged yeah, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Eye for eye. Right. Yeah, eye no. for eye. I mean, it's, 15? How about 15 stripes? Uh, I might. Yeah, the each hit, something like that. I wouldn't have a problem with that. justice there. And so, and then someone said, well, this person might be mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they said, would that matter? I was like, the court is open. Well, the because, is- I mean, this is a public school. Yeah. I mean, like- so I start. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, good, good point. Yeah, good point. I started going through. I found the article. And then I found a lady who said, this is a special needs wing. And one of her children are in the same wing with this student. And so she made this case online. Or they get into this mental space that 
they can have their switches or their phones or their comfort devices that they can calm down. And when a teacher goes over and takes those away from them in their safe time, he lost his temper and they tend to black out. And anyone that has those mental issues and they go to those safe spaces, the teacher because he didn't know better so there's more to this what happened was the teacher supposedly took his nintendo switch right while he was in this safe space, space. whatever yeah. the safe space uh -huh. is and and that's what triggered it um i watched the video of him get a, getting arrested he's not all there yeah he's not all there um but he is Cognitive enough, uh, enough to know what's going that on. He's going to jail. He, he knows knew he's, he's going, going to jail. jail. He yeah. knows something was wrong that he did. He he yeah. get there's there's a lot more going on. He than asked not, the cops, he, "How long am said, I going to jail?" He was able to say "f the police." Yeah. So okay. he he's yeah, cognitive yeah. enough he to they say were police. he knew they were cops, yeah. right? And so whatever is going, yes, pastor. He's still responsible for his actions. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. He's still and, responsible. There's something for his that actions. Gabe noticed. Something that Gabe noticed in this clip that I thought was really interesting and very important. When, when the cops were arresting, when the cops were arresting him, Gabe noticed that. He's like, he looks like he's doped up. He sounds he sounds drugged up yeah. by the school. Well, and, they usually by are. By the school. And, they usually are. And it made me think, wait a second, not only is he probably drugged up by the school, written whatever, all the yeah. and when you're working with people like that, yeah. you're in a different situation for sure. But they've trained a certain sort of attitude and mentality into him. Right. So that this is the response they get when yeah. they break format. Yeah. Right. Like, this is what they've, right, done. Right. they've created yeah. this. Yeah. And the teacher, whoever the teacher is, probably didn't know or wasn't aware of right. how this format. I don't know all the situation right. yet, but it, it made me stop and think like, wait, wait, wait. OK, I want to make a very I want to be judicious all the way through this right. whole thing. Right. And so more people are responsible. More, way more, him. way more. He's responsible for his actions. Yes, absolutely. But, but so are the teachers. So are the administration member, the, the exact same, you know. Um, medical community that has been giving us so much helpful information that's right, that's right. and mandates yep. over the last three years. Yep. They've been running yeah. with no license, no regulation for decades, yeah. experimenting on kids. On, on yeah. mental health. On mental health. If you got mental health, you're an oh, experiment. Yeah. What they call it, exceptional education is the new term now. It's not special ed, exceptional. Oh well, and here's, here's what we've done with the whole... Right. I mean, just think the about... Whole, the ahead. whole mental health thing yeah. has uh, given... These doctors' permission to dehumanize these right. kids. That's right. When, when you're up on Ritalin for 10 years right. or however many years this kid is, all the uh, mass shootings. Right. Yeah, that, 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 nobody wants to talk about this. All the drugs. Are, well, all these kids are, have been on Ritalin for almost, a long time. Almost all the shooters in these mass shootings. That's right. They're kids um, that were hopped up on these drugs. And yep. so I want to I look at this case for this individual case and say, wait a second. This isn't about a black kid. That is attacking a white yeah, student. Yeah, right. This isn't. This is about. You shouldn't white, be attacking right. anybody like this. First right, of all, right. but this has to do with look some home training. There are responsibilities that are here for parents right, too, yeah. right? right? And maybe it's not a good idea to try and uh, bait people with digital tools like switches. Right, right. <laughs> Just maybe along, and, and, along with various uh, in, in, forms in of medication, cocktails of drugs. That's right. Yes, that, right. and and that dehumanizes and treats them like animals. And then That's what right. happens when you don't? You don't do the thing you want. Well, you've treated them like animals, and then they respond. So, like, so the question is, don't would you need to know more about the state of this individual? Because I don't buy the mental health 
stuff, the way that people talk about mental health is all of, all of a sudden then nothing applies. Like all of a sudden right. nothing applies. No, no responsibility. You, you need no, to know a few it's things. It's a get out of jail card. I think it's important to know yeah, some things about the cognitive abilities of this individual, what? right? And um, and then from there be able to make right. assessments. Like uh, Exodus 21 talks about the goring bull. Right. That's, yep. That's, that's an, not even human. That's, that's an, an animal. animal. That's, that's an right. animal. Right. So there's but responsibilities. If, but if Paul can reason from the animal kingdom and say, you know, don't muzzle an ox. You're responsible here. You're responsible here. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, uh, it's grain, and, yep. and this applies to human beings, and it's talking about people. Then we can reason the same way with, exactly. with regard to penalties and biblical yep. justice. And the standard is, is, was this ox known to gore before? Now, if an ox gores, the ox dies. That's right. And, that's, and I would say, if he had killed that teacher— He's, he needs to have a death penalty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even if his cognitive ability is out, he, took, he, he shed blood, his blood is shed. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. And if it's true for the animal kingdom, then it's true for those who don't have all their mental capabilities. Yeah. Now, he didn't kill her. No. Presumably, she's still alive and she's going to make it. Um, but I would still say, has he ever been violent before? Because that's part yeah. of the standard in that's Exodus right. 21 is, has he been known to gore before or not? Yeah. And that's the thing. So there's a responsibility on the person who owns the the mm-hmm. the beast to be able to say, oh, I should manage it in this way that's right. so that I protect yeah. human yeah. life. Right. Somebody's but, responsible here, even mm-hmm. for the beast. So how much more for a person right. who has a child? But right? know how they manage it. <clears throat> John. Is if let's say he was violent in the past before, yeah. well, their their solution is we need to give him more Ritalin, right? Or we need to give him more an Nintendo Switch, yeah. or we need to give him all their solutions are just dehumanizing and trying to figure out a way yeah. to sedate or yeah. um, you know appease. Well, this and part this, of part this, of the problem, problem problem part of the problem here is that it's thoroughly Darwinian. So this is this is part of the the politics yeah, right. of six day creation. Right. If you don't believe that human beings are made in the image of God and have an eternal soul that's right. that will live forever, mm-hmm. then you're you think that their problem is just chemicals. Yeah. That's and, right. And yeah. chemical impulses and material context yeah. um, and visual stimulation. But actually, we're human beings created in the image of God. We have a fallen nature, mm-hmm. and we also still have that image of God. And it affects us in different ways. And part of it is the, fa- the fallenness is sometimes in the fact that our bodies don't work correctly. Our minds don't work correctly. We yeah. do have uh, chemical imbalances and, and, yeah. and mental incapacities and so and all the rest of it. But there's still a – I mean, he's aware enough to oh, yeah. say F the police. Yeah. Then you, you there's Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, yeah. there's the fallen nature of Adam yeah, in him right. and his violent instinct and his yeah. losing his temper. And he needs the gospel. That's right. That's right. Um, that's right. His parents need the gospel. These teachers need the gospel. Yeah. Um, that's. I'm not saying that's a simplistic solution, mm. no, but no, it's no. part of the solution. And uh, we need God's well, word to yeah. bear on this situation. Pastor, I'll let you read this edit. Then I'll make the. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll bring up our next. Classical point. conversation okay. supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. I'm mm-hmm. just going to stop there and just say a Christian worldview is part of what is needed in a situation like Absolutely. this. Absolutely, that's right. It, it it thinks about creation. Science, God's word, the spiritual realities, all of it has to come together in a, in a Christian worldview. Classical Conversations is busy doing this kind of work. They provide a classical Christ-centered curriculum, local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's classicalconversations.com. So over at Fox, our good old friend Harris Faulkner, who I knew back. Our friend? Yeah, well, I knew her back um, in the day in Minneapolis. You did? She, yeah, yeah. I Does came she know in there. You? Uh, she probably wouldn't remember me because I was so young. Oh yeah. Yeah, but was she, before you had your beard. Uh, I think I might have had a little scruff on the side. Okay, all right. Um, but she probably remember the moment. Anyway, yeah. uh, she had a story that she released recently that we saw, 
that got me to thinking. I want you to watch this clip, and I'm, there's two clips I want you to watch, but I want you to start watching the Harris Faulkner clip first. Okay. Okay. The chief inclusion officer at a progressive group who claimed to be Latin, South Asian, and Arab descent was just outed by her own mom. The woman <laughs> refers to herself as Raquel Avita Saraswati. Her mother says her real name is Raquel Elizabeth Seidel. She converted to Islam in high school and has also come out as gay. For years, she has presented herself as a person of color. Her ethnicity was first questioned in 2015. Then last week, her mom told a reporter this quote, I am as white as the driven snow and so is she. I'm German and British and her father was Calabrese Italian. She's chosen to live a lie. And I find that very, very sad. Is it that bad being white now? <laughs> it's very, uh, very. That's I'm going to be Muslim gay than be white. <laughs> First of all, how, how did she get that? I want to know what's I going on. I converted Muslim as a homosexual. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what's going on with Islam. Y'all, there's supposed to be some just standards in the world. And Islam's always supposed to be Islam. Don't let us down, Islam. <laughs> You know you're falling apart with Islam's like, yeah, we'll take the lesbians. <laughs> I can't trust anybody now. <laughs> it's not good. I, when I heard that, I was like, what is, how did that happen where you become a Muslim? Yeah, anyway, yeah. so it got me to think, back in the day, back in the day, back when the day. when slave masters used to sleep with their slaves, you would have these mixed kids come out. And a lot, a lot of them would be real light-skinned. You couldn't tell yeah. like yeah. that they were black. Because their, their dad was white. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so they would come through and they would think, people would think they're white their whole lives. Yep. And they would fake and, that and the that whole time. And that boy would talk right. And he would, he would, he would not. <laughs> he would walk. <laughs> he would look and act yep. white in culture because he knew uh -huh. he would get away because he had the, 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 mm -hmm. the social and equity of, of yeah. race to yep. guide him. And when you start, this is not the first story. There's a lot of stories, yeah. particularly, though, yeah. that are inside yeah. of uh, human resources, inside yeah. of diversity, equity, equity and inclusion. I'm a Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. Uh, my she's... friend went to, went, went to college with her at Bellhaven. She was at Bellhaven, yeah. Presbyterian University. So, wow. so it got me thinking that whatever has happened in the, in the last, since the 60s at least, the social equity uh, value of a person's race has flipped completely upside mm -hmm. down right. yeah. to where it was valuable to be white and now it's being turned valuable mm -hmm. to be black because of the jobs and the opportunities well, more that, are, that are available. Now, now by the way, this is a low-level job still. Right. Yeah. So I don't understand. Yeah. Like, so I'm wondering, like, is it but that bad? But the problem bad? is there's a lot of power there still. It, right, it is low-level. Low there's a lot of uh, cultural power But there. here's my yeah. point, though. When the civil rights movement came in, the whole goal, I put that in scare quotes, was to be able to remove those type of structures so that people who were human right. would be looked at, right? Judge the, I, man according to his character. Not according to the color of his skin, right? Content right. of character. Yeah. But that is that is not where that movement seemed to have brought us right. through all of the- The tranny thing's the whole the same thing. The, the exact same yeah. thing. I mean, we live in a, in a feminized culture that prioritizes all this all this victimology, yeah. which is yeah. what the intersectionalism is, right? Yeah. Intersectionality. Right. Inter yeah, look at all the and, things and she And there's was. social credits yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's, it's an yeah. incredibly feminized culture. Rather than yeah. value, valuing strength yeah. and accomplishment and honor and, yeah. and the things that- Tend to mark masculinity. Yeah, um, it's it's highly feminized, and, and so, so you get so, what you incentivize. So, so now you've got yeah. dudes, you know, going through these surgeries and getting their junk chopped off, yeah. and taking yeah. and chemicals and stuff. And 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 you and what happens? 
they get named Woman of the Year. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. right? The, yeah. So uh, it tells you kind of where the power now is trying exactly. to exactly. And guys, I started thinking about this a lot more. I'm thinking we're in the middle of the flip. So there, there was a point in in slavery where we had indentured servitude. And remember, we talked to Ben Kinchlow way back in the day. He's oh, yeah. passed now. Yeah. Yeah. Rest and, in peace. Uh, yep. The book yeah. was called Black Yellow Dogs, oh, and he was the cool. first one. That was that, a great book. It by was the a way. great book. Yeah. And there was a point in there where we just had indentured servitude, and it wasn't based on race. That's right. That's right. right. And there was a point where it flipped, and he didn't even know where that flip was. It just was at this point, and then it was at that point a few years later. Right. I think we're in the middle of this other flip where if critical theory. And communism, all of these ideas, Marxism is a zero sum game, then we are going, we're in the middle of that flipping completely upside down. Because in zero sum games, it's not that, oh, we let other people in. No, 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 no. We flip the oppression. Zero sum games. Because anyone else in means someone's got to get out. It's always musical chairs. That's exactly right. So who's getting out now? White people, particularly yeah. white men, yeah. right? Right. And so this is everybody's seeing it and kind of playing the game, but it's a it's on the way to go completely upside down. And yeah, if, and so Michael Jackson kind of got screwed in that if, cross there. If this were, <laughs> he's like, "Dog God, I'll go back to be black again." Well, he did. I want, I want to be. He did. You, you know what? It's funny, but no, remember, when, know, yeah, remember, he was he was fighting for his records. All of yeah. a sudden, he was with the Nation of Islam. Yeah. yeah, all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you, you can't get you can't get blacker than. Nation of Islam, yeah, right? Yeah, like, they're right. standing with you in bow ties. Yeah, yeah, but right. we're in the process of that complete flip yeah. to the point where it won't end until the opposite is in chains or in some version well, of that. Which is also why you're getting these these backlash videos going viral about these black guys, you know, the high, highlighting black people committing violence. Right. Uh, this right. Is, this is this is white racist clickbait. Yeah. Um, well, and even you got James Cameron saying that testosterone is horrible. Right. Right. And, and, but, and th- but what does it do? I mean, apart from the grace of God, apart from the gospel coming and breaking these hard hearts, what it does is it makes people react. Yeah. And they say, oh, you're going to hate white people? Yeah. Then I hate black people. Right. You exactly. hate men? Then I hate women. That's right. I, I don't, I'm, I and, don't and, need you. And, and because you share that mentality of a zero-sum game, right. nobody can, That's right. you know, it's all That's egalitarian. Right. Somebody I was reading the other day said egalitarianism is not making one face like another face. It's ripping off all the faces. Right. right. <laughs> it's ripping off yeah. all the faces. Yeah. So then I was wondering, like, start. So just kind of to push this out into the corners, we're seeing it particularly in education, too. Right. So there's this kid in Minneapolis. It was a magnificent speech that he gave. But this is just part of what I want to highlight um, to show that this, we're in the middle of this process. Yeah. And here's a great example of where we're at. Gave us a heartfelt speech about equality and standing together. His president. Um, he Principal, began sorry. to list countless races, such as Latino, Asian, expressing how much they matter and how important they are. So pause it real but quick for a little more context. Mi- pause it. Uh, so the kid's referring to the principal or superintendent. Uh, 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 yeah, a teacher to school, who, too. Who kind of like, you know, opened up school. It was like first week of school or something. Right. And did a talk to all the students. So yeah, yeah, so this so is back in Minnesota. Yep. In a race or identity that reflects me or half the kids that were in the class. Now, members of the board, I know you haven't been to school in a while, and I know most of the people, I know none of you or most of you don't have any kids left in the school district, um, but you must admit how uncomfortable it will be to be characterized just by your skin color on the first day of school mm. and be thought that you were wrong just because of your skin color. So I'll never forget the look one of my friends gave me from across the room as we were sitting there listening to this blatant bias being expressed in the so-called equity statement by the leader of our school. To be clear, I don't need you to tell me that I matter, but hearing the condolences given to other races 
and leaving just one race out, it inevitably you'll start to feel like you've done something wrong. <laughs> and in our principal's attempt to unify us, he instead created unwarranted boundaries and barriers between his students, pitting us against each other based on characteristics that we can't control. In another separate instance, I was told that writing all lives matter on the whiteboard was political and could be seen as offensive. <laughs> when I questioned the teacher after class, she told me that she didn't have an answer and she just had to erase it and it was quickly erased. Sound familiar? There are political signs all over RHS specific, about specific races that matter, specific sexual orientations that matter, and specific perspectives that matter. But when I questioned the RHS administration about how these signs were political, they told me that they were supporting human rights. So when I questioned why the equity statement couldn't represent all students, they told me that to even ask that question was outlandish and offensive. And they, when I asked why that was, they told me, quote, whites have a pretty good situation right now, unquote. I've decided to leave this district and continue school on a private Christian school online. Should have been there anyway. <laughs> and, and there will be sacrifices, and I will not get to walk in the graduation ceremony or attend milestones at RHS, but I will be able to learn in an environment that is not intent on punishing me daily for my skin color and political views. Now, regardless of how you take my speech, whether you just shrug it off as malarkey or Fox News talking points, I encourage you to think about it, because someday I'm going to be a leader. I may be the president, a governor, or just a professional golfer, but I will never stop believing that everybody has value, no matter their skin color or personal beliefs. And it's a shame that you're not going to be able to say that I was an alumni of RHS in District 196. That kid shouldn't have been in the government schools anyway. In the first yeah, place. Right. But, you know, one of the things that... His parents have been doing good work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, you know, as you hear this, this is like, this is great. But the way that a lot of this is going, this is not going to end well. And one of the things we can't do and can't buy into is this part of critical theory, part of man's sinfulness and part of communism and Marxism is to pick at stuff. Right. And it picks at all the stuff right. that you shouldn't pick at. Right. So justice itself is blind. Hmm. Picking that stuff makes you have to raise off the blindfold and see what's going on. That's what they want to do. In order for us to start dealing with these things rightly and justly, we need to make sure that we double duct tape that blindfold and start saying, what does real justice require in this situation? Right. Right. So that we aren't buying into creating the kind of world because they want this split. Right. They want this divide. They want us to, yeah. to separate off into segment. our own little corner yep. of the segment so that it can get us top. I've heard it. You guys know what's going on. It's top down, bottom up, squeezing out the middle. Right. right? right. <laughs> and that's what it, right. that's what they want to do. And so. And even what the way he's talking is playing into the, exactly to the talking right. point. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot there to appreciate. That's right. No doubt. But him saying, but you need to also list me. Right. I need to be in the list also. Is you're, right. you're saying he's picking up the blindfold and saying, yep. but also whites, right? And also Christians. Yep. And also Protestants. And also heterosexuals. And also males. We have but, to be. But you yeah. can't list enough things. No. 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 But that's, that, that's the game. Yeah, that's exactly that's the, the game. That's the that's, game. Like, if we can list it all out, then we can make equality. No, you can't. That's no. right. That's God's job. Yeah. And that's what God does. I don't think we understand what we're facing. We didn't really... I don't think we've purged out the demon of, if we did, of of the racial uh, uh, slavery issues. I don't think we did a great job with that. We we did some horrible things with how we decided to fix it. Yeah. Um, but we got some of it cleaned out, but we didn't really fill it back rightly. Yeah. 
And so yeah. what we're facing now is seven times worse than that because yeah, yeah. now we got sexuality in yeah. it. We got all these he drove other, out one demon and, and, and brought back all his friends. And we did, yeah. And so affirmative action wasn't help. It didn't help. Right. It uh, made it right. worse. Right. right? right. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. Well, it's flipping it. It's not repentance. True repentance. And right. so. This has been Pastor Doug Wilson's point about the Civil War for, for he's been decades. Saying it. I mean, he's I mean, been he, saying it he, for so he, many years. This is one of the yeah one of the great his great insights, and everybody you know, a bunch of people hate him for it. But he just said, you know, was you know six hundred thousand lives. Yep. That, yep. That's what I mean. Yes, should should slavery have ended? Yes. Yeah. But the question is how, and and by a war with six hundred thousand over a half million lives and more lost on this the people who agree with tucker carlson the segment that we had yesterday would say yes absolutely yeah right for the greater good <laughs> for the greater yeah. good for, the greater, for, for the families for, yeah. for families Screw right it all yeah. up forget right. sanctification right. but that's part of what we did we we decide we just i mean it, it's it's complicated but basically that's what we did we decided that yeah it was worth it um um to be that bloody to be that violent to be that coercive to look to the state to solve yeah. a problem that was fundamentally a spiritual moral problem that's right a sin problem that yeah. needed to die that needed and, to be crucified. And, and the state, if they would have, you know, punished one slave owner that beat his slave or killed yeah. his slave or whatever. And it was being it, crucified. It, like, it was it, being. Yep. That's the thing. But then it, then it kept on going. You get Reconstruction. You get. And the you, states went dilted you get rightly. Jim Crow laws. Uh -huh. You get you get the, uh, the um, you know, the, the civil rights movement. And, yep. and I mean, there's and there's good people working in every yes. one of these places trying to do good things on, on, on different levels. But nevertheless, so much enmity, so much coercion, so much animosity. And it's coming back to bite us. And now we're talking about national divorce. Right. Yeah, <laughs> there we are. Yeah. yeah, there we are. All right, you ready for the wrap up? Oh yeah, let me you get my music. Friday wrap up. What's our music for? Where's our music? I, I, don't, I don't feel like I can really start oh, without my music. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, we don't need that from you. What are you doing? I need like some bourbon or something. You got some bourbon? Water downstairs. I guess water's gonna have to do it. <laughs> oh man, there it comes. Hey, last Friday, we aired our episode with Winston Marshall, yes. ex-banjo player from Mumford & Sons. We talked to Winston about cancel culture, yeah. the need for courage, and then we drove it straight home by talking about the lordship of Jesus Christ. When Gabe started singing, I Will Wait For You, Winston asked Gabe to join his brand new Bluegrass Sleaze rap group. <laughs> We're not sure if that was a compliment <laughs> or not. That's, that's funny, Toby. On Monday, we listened to Carrie Lake explain that the thing we need is to invite him back into our lives him back into our hearts and him oh, back date. into our nation who is him well you like lots of other people probably think it's trump but fast forward to another recent speech where she said that the best part of the republican party was men sodomizing other men uh-huh she said that's her favorite part she loves it Men sodomizing other men. And they're they really to, smart people. They, they know just, how to think. They're, they, they're, they're the smartest people. So we've concluded that she means him. Wow. Gay Republican men. <laughs> we've also had one of our favorite Canadian Baptists on the show. The one and only Andrew. Hashtag no tranny. Bartolo. Yeah. Sorry. Son of a wagon driver. Bartolo. <laughs> Try that. Sorry, Andrew. That was, that was totally... Yeah, yeah, my bad. We oh, Canada. Hey, oh, Canada. He oh, my goodness. that. He but, wears Crocs. But, <laughs> but he did help us explain the recent decision of the Canadian fascists Ooh. who investigated their COVID fascism and were very heartened and relieved to report back 
that none of the fascism that they fascistically imposed <laughs> it on people, like freezing their bank accounts, for example, uh, who were taking part in the trucker convoy, none of that fascism was bad fascism. Yeah. Oh. It was only good and necessary fascism, and they've learned a lot from that first trial run of fascism. And if, God forbid, any Canadians ever protest their freedoms again, they will know how to use that good fascism to crush those liberties in the appropriate way. The bar's low. And yeah. so says Tucker Carlson. <laughs> uh, it's for the good of the families. <laughs> On Tuesday, we had Dr. Glenn Sunshine in the studio announcing a brand new book coming out from Canon Press entitled 32 Christians Who Changed Their World, walking through a panoply of international Christians throughout history who were faithful in their moments and God used them and their faith in significant ways, just like... He's using you. Unique. On Wednesday, we found out that masks... Oh, we're moving it. There we go. Okay. Wednesday, we found out that masks don't work. We just found out on Wednesday. We just found... Because New York Times reported on... That's right. Yeah. Actually, we found out that the New York Times finally admitted to the world <laughs> that masks didn't do anything to slow the spread and protect you from viruses like COVID. Meanwhile, as far as we know, always late to the party, all the big Eva celebrities that insisted that we gag ourselves and get shots in order to be good witnesses of Christ and love our neighbor well... They haven't gotten the memo yet. No. So we're expecting a tweet from Tim Keller next year announcing a fifth way, which embraces <laughs> masking and non-masking and partial masking and bi-masking and trans-masking. Oh. All the categories that the public school wants to, In you know, order have, to yeah. be a good witness. Yeah. And the Gospel Coalition will have a new video series come out dialoguing about when to mask and when to demask. Pass it, that's brutal. <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> you might have to repent for that one. That yeah, was <laughs> yesterday we discussed the resurfaced clip of Ben Shapiro's interview of Tucker Carlson, mm. particularly the part where Carlson says that if he were president, he absolutely would ban AI truck drivers because otherwise 10 million jobs would automatically, inevitably yeah. be gone. Zap. Look like at the, that Canadian fascism seep like, into just, America. Just like a rapture. You know? While we generally appreciate Tucker quite yeah, a bit, yeah. and quite apart from whether it would ever be a good idea to put AI on the road, etc., <laughs> this is just conservative fascism. And socialism. And we hope Tucker will rethink his Canadian proposal. The <laughs> biblical vision of the common good is actually each sphere of government exercising the power delegated to it by Christ obediently. The magisterial reformers were working in a particular historical moment where church government had way overreached its bounds. And part of the way you begin to limit overweening powers is by reinvigorating the biblical balance of powers. Mm. So in the days of Luther and Calvin, it was absolutely necessary for them to call the magistrates to take up the sword of justice and push back the encroachments of the papal see. However, now we live in an era where the state has become the infallible mouth of God mm. and it's high time ministers of the gospel declared the lordship of Christ and commanded magistrates to get back into their own lane while insisting that husbands and fathers, wives and mothers, step up to the plate and take back their authority in the home and marketplace. Until a crime has actually been committed, it's an unjust use of violence to manipulate markets. I understand that when you live in a snake pit of market regulations and manipulations like we do, the temptation is to simply join the mafia and bring your own, quote, good snakes into the mix. <laughs> But as we learn from one of those lesser-known mosaic principles, never bring more snakes to a snake pit unless your snake will swallow all of their snakes up and turn back into a walking stick when it's done. God has established three governments among men for the common good, the family, the church, and the state. These governments are not watertight jurisdictions, but they function more like a Venn diagram with clear differences and some overlap. 
God is assigned to the family, the jurisdiction of health, welfare, and education for the common good. God is assigned to the church, the ministry of worship and discipleship, the administration of word and sacrament for the common good. God is assigned to the state, the ministry of the sword of justice for the common good. We are all for the common good, but the common good is defined by God's word and nothing else. Mm. Amen. Can I just throw one more government in there? Okay. Self-government. Self-government. That's right. Yeah, you don't got that unless you got the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Monday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Putting off writing that proposal again? Yeah, we've been there. Proposal writing can be tough. It takes work. And if you're not careful, you can set up your company for failure. Well, that's where we come in. Smart Pricing Table is an innovative application that focuses on, well, the pricing table. Instead of a static document and constant back and forth, our platform creates interactive proposals that empower your prospects. Not sure if something is needed? Make it optional. Have complicated services that vary? Let your customer do the work with line item upsells. Have reoccurring services? Easy peasy. With Smart Pricing Table, you can create attractive proposals quickly. And our system is built for reuse, so you can get out of that hamster wheel. Give your customers choice and close deals quickly with Smart Pricing Table. Home, it's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy.